Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Now it's time for Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pop Brothers at Law, the world's number one source for everything cannabis. Our special guest today is Big U, leader of the notorious gang, The Crips. Hello and welcome to Cannabis Talk 101. My name is Blue. Alongside of me is the world famous Mark Wasserman and the big famous guy, Mr. Joe Grande. I think there's a bigger dude on set finally. It's about time I get some weight around this room. <laughs> I'm sick of being the big dog around oh. the building. Big U is it's up in, in this motherfucker, boy. He said the hood. Neighborhood. Not many of us could throw it, but you know what I mean? I get away with it when I'm next to him. <laughs> What's going down, Big U? How you doing, baby? Living, man. Talk into the mic, baby. Come on. I'm living, man. I came up here and um, check out the smoker's life. Yeah. Right? Smoker's life, bro. <laughs> no, cannabis, uh, cannabis 101. Yeah. It's Cannabis Talk 101. That's it. So. I wasn't promoting the show. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got no check. Hey, yeah, right? bad at that, man. We're Hold on, on, man. Them crackers and them, them waters, that's, that's partial payment right there. Full payment. Just for y'all know, the only thing they gave me was some crackers. <laughs> and Look, they're all around the room. <laughs> and, the ed- and the edibles they did give me... <laughs> They took the edibles back and put them on the table. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't even know and if the, I get to keep them. And I already ate <laughs> some. <laughs> <laughs> and he ate them. <laughs> so I don't even know if I get to keep them. <laughs> That's the coldest part about it. Here you go, Big U. And the funny <laughs> thing is, is I seen this motherfucker open the bag and I'm like, didn't they yeah. just give them to him? <laughs> Why, they put and it Mark's in front of just me? fucking eating them? 
You can't oh. put edibles in front. Of, you can't put any cannabis in I'm front like, of how's me. Mark doing that to you, man? <laughs> yeah, man. There's more. There's more. But wait, there's more. I think we got a bag of them somewhere hid, hidden around here. We got you. Don't worry about it, man. I just want to make yeah. sure. But they're only for consumption use only. Big yeah. Dude, you know what I'm saying? They're for That's friends. It. Just for friends. Just to use. <laughs> but you have to eat one before you leave. <laughs> He's like, good luck. No, we're not be floating. You know? <laughs> we ain't carrying you. <laughs> 300 pounds. Oh, no. Yeah, full, full force. There'll be baby. a few of us. Pitt, you got to get them legs working. We got to get yeah, them. He said, he wasn't going to let you down. I will not let you down. So listen, man. Um, you know, big you, man, friend of a long time, man. I love you, man. And I got to see the kids today. They, they grown up, huh? Yeah, they grown up. They bigger than they were. <laughs> Last time we see them, we was, uh, we was uh, at the house. Yeah. And- they were like. Boom. Little babies, yeah. yeah. Riding motorcycles. We went to go ride yeah. the motorcycles. Yeah. We go ride motorcycles. These kids, boy, they keep growing up, man. So, But it's good to have you on Cannabis Talk 101, man. And, you know, one thing I want to I wanna dive into that's dear in my heart about, about Big U, and a lot of people, you know, he's, he's world famous, but... It, you know, is the charity and the foundation, the Crenshaw movement that you've always had and, and the things that you've done for the city in, of Los Angeles. Um, so, you know, so with the sports programs to the, you know, giving back to the kids, man, I remember your wife, you know, and, and you and everybody else. And, and, you know, when I'm getting to know you as a youngster, I'm coming up and I'm watching this, you know, this influenceable man help so many, you know, kids right. and, and in the community that it just makes me proud to be your friend. But can you tell us a little bit about some of the those those things that you are involved in? Yeah, so... Um, um, inside the Crenshaw community, we have like one of the biggest giveaways we do every year. We actually now we just translate it to every Wednesday. We give our like 200 meals to the kids every Wednesday. Yeah. So we just got through doing it. Me and my cousin Ron came from over there. We were just dropping them off. So, but that's one of these like yeah, life of love, working for the community, um, finding different kind of ways. I do everything. Man. We try to find ways to get book pack, backpacks, books. Um, I got a website that we're developing right now, me and my cousin Ron Brown, that's going to be able to help parents that's at home dealing with homeschooling. Like, wow. oh. they, I, got, I need the book. We both, <laughs> we, Mark, Mark and myself, I got a seven and a five, and that shit's hard. Hard. It's, it's the hardest thing. And not only that, our own kids, God bless them all, but... My kids will listen to you better than, you know what I'm saying, vice versa. They don't listen to me like, shut up, Dad. You don't know what 4 exactly. plus 4 is. Yeah. I'm like, okay, come <laughs> and on, And you man. don't. Yeah. It's yeah. true. <laughs> Why you got to bring that up? Dog? Oh, I'm, I'm going to learn it soon. <laughs> Stop it, Joe. No, no, you know, it, it, it's it's actually, you know, giving back. So so by doing that, you know, um, I, I know that you, you – um, have been helping people throughout the Los Angeles area, Crenshaw, and not only that throughout the nation, but but let's talk about um, some of the football stuff you do as well. I mean, I know you've uh, been coaching actively for several years and stuff like right, that. Yeah. So, and then I I know you have uh, some of the off leagues or whatever it is, the traveling leagues. You do that as well. Yeah, too? we do football. Well, I got I just created I just started doing um, basketball. This is my first year doing. No, it's my second year doing AAU basketball. But even more than that, what I like to tell people is about I got right now. In the last team that I coached, I got 12 of my kids that's in D1 colleges. Beautiful. Fantastic. Yeah, and then we had eight that made it to the league, to the NFL. Wow. That came through our program over the seven. I've been doing this for 17 years now. Yeah. And I think what it, people don't realize how long I've been doing it. Yeah, yeah. So I had started my program when I before I came home. So before I paroled, I had started developing options. And uh, it's just really just been a lot of work. But my, let me tell you, one of my highlight moments – was uh, on spring break. 
I had seven of my kids that sent colleges, was at my house. They all brought their girlfriends to come meet me. Yeah. And it turned into a a, a mic night. It was a, 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 what is that called? Karaoke. Karaoke. Yeah. <laughs> and you might have seen me post it. No, I didn't. I posted it. No. Uh, and it was just a joy in my life to see these young black men who were always counted out all in college. I got 12 in wow. D1 colleges. Awesome. You know wow. what I'm saying? And that's like unheard of. Oh, especially from the Crenshaw District. Yeah, I mean, you know, you're not talking yeah. Los Alamitos where, you no. know. South Orange County South or Orange something. South Orange County where there's, yeah. they have a better and chance. I, I think something honest. that we need to do for our listeners, too, just to really understand who we're talking to. This is Eugene Big U Henley. And, you know, this is the ex-Crips leader who, when he says got out, people, I don't think we properly set the table. Oh, yeah, right. You know, for folks out there who are just listening, going, oh, who is this cat? What do you mean just got out? Yeah, just got out of prison, folks, is what, is what he means <laughs> yeah. by just, not just got out of, the, you know, right. the the shower. You know <laughs> he just got out the shower and decided to help some kids out. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is the ex Crips leader right here, folks. This is not, you know, you're just some cat that's, oh man, I'm a, I just worked at Walmart. I'm happy to do some good things now with these kids. And, and as I say that to you, Big U, you know, growing up in that neighborhood and changing, I want to go back to where th- this beautiful change happened. Right. You know, was it going to prison or wh- where did this transition in your life occur? Walk us down that. Actually, it was funny how it occurred. I was actually selling. I was in between Minnesota and between Minnesota and Chicago. I was delivering fifteen keys to Chicago from Minnesota on the seal, and I bought Malcolm X autobiography. And I read Malcolm X autobiography on the road, and then I, by the time I got there, I cut my hair off because I in Malcolm X autobiography they was talking about kunks. And it was talking about how we as black men try to be like everybody else with our hair and our women and all that stuff. And so in the book, it affected me that much that I said I didn't want to sell drugs and I didn't want to cut my hair. So I stayed in Chicago for a while, but I didn't know how to do nothing else because I had been selling drugs and, and banging so long. That's your home. And, and I was like, I didn't want to just become like just overt Muslim at one time. So I ended up staying in Chicago, make a long story short, I came back home. I ended up doing some other stuff, so I went to Robin. I was like, fuck it. Yeah. I'm always good with this pistol. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I ain't going to say you no know, dope, but give me your shit. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. No, I did the time for it. So well, I, know, I, hey, I, did the time I know he, I know he still, don't still. tell on the homies. That's for sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I did the time. I'm talking about only me. So I ended up, I ended up, um, so I was still young, though. I'm young. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I'm in my early 20s, and so I'm 21, 22. I'm thinking like shit. I ain't gonna sell dope no more. I ain't gonna do so. I'm robbing everybody who's selling dope. So I'm, yeah. but I'm robbing on a higher level, you know. Yeah. So like, it makes it a little better, it man. Little I better, can justify you know? it a little bit. I'm doing, they had extra paper. They could afford yeah. this fucking two hundred fifty thousand a lick. They're killing people with the drugs. <laughs> they ain't doing good shit with it. I'm going back to the hood of my shit. <laughs> so, Andy, make a long story short, I ended up getting caught. Uh, robbing some undercover police. Yeah. And uh, that's the story. Ended up <laughs> catching <laughs> catching the case. I got sentenced to fifty six years. But what's funny is. What I try to Ain't tell funny people, about 56. No. Yeah. I'm, I'm wanting to hear this one. What's right. funny? No, what's, what, no what, what, I, what changed me even more than that was if, I'd already been reading, so my mind was already in a different place. But for young men, and that's not, and this is not just unique to African Americans, Mexicans, white. It's everybody. I was sitting in the courtroom, and they were they were talking about me in the courtroom in a language that I couldn't understand. And, and they were speaking English, yeah. right? You know what I'm yeah. saying. So it was at that moment that I understood that, like, damn, you didn't deliver yourself to these people, and they talking about you in front of you, and you don't understand a fucking word they saying, right? So I went and got the Black Laws Dictionary, ooh, and uh, while I was in there, and I started studying the law. 
So then I started, but I'd already got found guilty to the 56 years. So in the process that I had caught another case while I was in prison, while, while I was in the county jail, sticking on the police officers. And I didn't do it. They didn't right. know who did it, but they said something. But anyway, I ended up fighting that case per per. And so that started me. Per per, what's that? Per per -per means when you represent yourself Yourself. as your own attorney. Now you're doing the same thing to us up here, by the way. You did what happened to the court. Sorry, Mr. Mr. Big, you fucking lawyer over there now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm an ex-crip lawyer now. Finally, somebody who understands what I'm saying. You said per per, and this motherfucker lit up, and I'm like, okay, now you're talking lawyer, because I don't know what the fuck you just said. Everybody's all, we're over here like, huh? Big you and Mark Wasserman are over there in the corner starting their own fucking firm over here. Joe and I are like, Washerman. are like, ¿qué? Yeah, ¿qué? ¿Qué onda ese? No, no hablas. Ah. Yeah. Can you say that in English? Yeah. <laughs> that's what he's meant, though. It's like, right. you know, you could... Like, that's it was the point he meant. Yeah, that's exactly, exactly what, what he meant. Said. Right. Everybody's like, ¿qué? <laughs> like, what is that, purper? What is that? Purper. Tell us about what happened. So, yeah, so, break, yeah. So, keep going. So, I ended up... No, it was just... That was that was, that was the process. So, by me going purper, I started understanding the law. Yeah. And then I, was, and I understood that... The way they charge us in our communities is wrong. So I still ended up, I had to go back. I got sent to the 56 years. I ended up getting that back to 23. Then off of 23, I did 13. But I, I really was only supposed to do like nine. But I had caught, I did three years and nine months in the hole. So that's like right when I paroled, when I seen, when I met Blue Nim, I was just coming out the hole. So I had been in. I had been in solitary confinement for three years and nine months. Oh, Jesus, Christ. and then I paroled fifteen days uh, out of out of out of the hole. Right. So my mind was like, I wasn't even used to being around people yeah. yet. Was you reading a lot <laughs> more in there too? What kept you going in that? Point? Really, um, just programming, man. It was kind of like my first my first two months in the hole because of my sticking because of my uh, accused assault on staff. They weren't. Um, so I had problems with this with the. Uh, with the with the officers in them placing me first in the hole, so right. I, I had to get past that. You still had let them resentments go. Yes, yeah. they're the killer. They're the killer. <laughs> and so I finally once I once I got past that, it was more like I started. I got the regular population, which was still whole, solid confinement in a cell by yourself, twenty four hours a day. They used to give us eight hours a week. So what they would do is, because it was so many people in the hole. They couldn't give you your one hour a day or your two hours a day that you're supposed to get. Wow. They'll come give you eight hours. They'll come get. They'll start a sale one and they'll go out. And then how many people want to go out? If it's raining, if it's hailing, if it's sunny, if it's whatever, you're, you're going out there in a pair of drawers and some, and some, and some and, and, sandals and, and, chain, and sock and chain, chain down. And they're going to put you in a little kettle. They should put us in these uh, these kettles, the dog yeah, kettles, straight, with straight a toilet, chain, yeah, with a toilet in the sink, and you never would see each other out. shit and everything right there. Hey, right what's there? that's your outdoor. That's your oh yeah, day. you're right next door. We this is how close we were. Yeah, yeah. right, right, right. And yeah, chain just kettles. enough hand you can't get your hand all the way through because <laughs> right. you're chained up. You're like, oh. no, you they know once you get in the once you get inside oh, they, the they kettles, they, you, they unchain oh, they do you. Okay, that's, so you know, but but I did that and it was that that was like uh, my mental transformation. Well, that was part of it, but that was what affirmed me to say that I, when I came home, I wanted to help people. Yeah. And I wanted to be able to give back to black and brown people of our community that, that don't know, and especially who are going through what we went through and not realizing that they these people have a power of us if we give it to them. Right. So I've been, I, I made it my life work to, to change people and 
the one thing that 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 I like that Californians did is is taking the um and changing the laws as far as cannabis. Yeah. And it's the reason why shows like you guys show is important. And these shows need to go south in the south. They're still locking colored people up for small petty crimes that involve cannabis. Oh shit, right. here too you know though, I mean, for the most part. Shit, yeah, well, but, in yeah, LA. but not like in Texas. But, but not you know, as and, bad. And, and yeah, the, it's happening at, you know, Even Atlanta, you still get wrapped up for a lot. Chicago, you, you still do more time yeah. than you well, do it's, here. It's the, Changing. It's, the, it's the contact. When you change, like, the reason why we need to get these shows and the shows like your shows around the world and a lot of people talking about it is because the contact of marijuana is the first contact that police used to or you would use to get to start the process. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I smell, I smell that. where up. Uh, What's that smell? Now yeah. you're in jail for a whole lot. I went to jail for that. Yeah. I got um my brother caught a case. So I, mean, I know I'm taking a lot of time. We'll no, hey, no, we got all the time. You got all the time in the world. Yeah, you can caucus forever you want. But while so, you're thinking about that, we're with Eugene Hanley right here, Big U from Crenshaw. We'll be right back after this break. You did. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Alongside of me is Mark Washman, Joe Grande, and Eugene Hanley. 
Big, Big U, U. one of Los Angeles finest for sure. And uh, sir, continue on your story, man, about you know the black your, and brown. Your brother, and the, well, hold and on, your brother. brother getting busted with smoking weed or some shit. No, yeah, no, we got what now. happened was we was in the process of uh, I was me and my brother was in we were just rolling, and he had forgot he had marijuana in the trunk of the car. Right. So we get pulled over. So when we get pulled over, the police, they 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 just making the assumption that they have where two black dudes in the two black dudes what you doing yeah, so what, what yeah. do they call that they call that uh, profiling profiling, profiling. Racial profiling. Right. profiling. Yeah. so the guy's like do I smell marijuana no you don't smell wine I don't smoke <laughs> and he don't smoke I just marijuana. shit my pants I don't know what you're <laughs> smelling <laughs> right yeah. so yeah. that's the, that was the contact point yeah after they found the marijuana so they pulled us out. They asked me, I'm on parole. I'm on parole. So I got to tell oh, them I'm on parole. Yeah, there's yeah. no hiding So this. once I tell them I'm on parole, now they, got now they can pull me Is out. Is that probable car. cause, Mark? Yeah, no. He didn't have any well, search, back then, your search and seizure I'm terms. in the passenger yeah, seat. Yeah, you, you got no rights when when you're off parole. Right. And, yeah. you, and you cop comes up, Plus says you're smell. on the parole. What, what year was no, it? No, it wasn't no smell. Oh, there was the, Oh, they the, just said the, that. They just said yeah. after they found us, they used that as the grounds to say, this. no, they smelled the marijuana. And that was before now the law changed. Now the law changed. And so... And so what happened is we went to we went to court. I hired a lawyer. I was, so I'm in parole. I'm on parole. So right. they violated my parole right. and said they found it. And in in my um, when I go to my Morrison hearing, the judge of my Morrison hearing is like, "Well, was the driver there? Yes. Was he driving the car? Yes. So why is he here?" Because he's he was on parole, sir. Because <laughs> I'm Big U. Because I was Big U. Yeah. And so it went from there. In the in a, an attorney, I mean a cop. Uh, um, was being belligerent with the uh, judge, and she was like, "I don't know if you realize it, but you are in a real court of law." And, wow. and, and they was going at it, beefing. Oh, and that's it, great! You're like watching, that, going, yeah. Oh yes, I'm like, yeah. get that motherfucker, like, get him, yeah. like, call that cop. Yeah. She was upset. And the judge is like, well, "Who are you judge. talking to?" You know? and, and so we went through that process. To make a long story short, they called my brother a gang member because he was in the car with me. Right. Again, so, profiling, right? Profiling. You know what I mean? And so the judge was like, well, why did you call him a gang member? Because in this, now we're going to my brother's trial. What a right. good judge, though. I love so, the fact oh, that. Oh, the I mean, judge that's was delivered. It's hard to hear. Yeah. Like, that's, the judge that's was great delivered. to hear that. Let me tell you what the cop said, this white cop said. He said, we call all of them gang members. So the judge said, why you understand? Yeah, the judge said, well, what if he was in the car with his mother? She'd be a gang member, too. Yeah. The judge almost stood up. This oh is the white judge. Wow. He almost Oh, he's living. He is livid, bro. He's oh, it's a dude judge, too. Okay. It's a white judge. He's a white guy. Yeah. He stands up. He's like, what? Then he calms himself down. He sits back down. And he says, what do you mean by that? And he's like, well, their their mothers and fathers helped them do crimes. This is a sergeant. Their mothers and fathers? This is a sergeant. This is happening in front of you in real life. You're like, bro. I can't fucking make this up. Bro, they, they even said I had, they told them I said I was a gay member. I had tattoos. I don't have a tattoo. Right. So the judge is like, when I, when I was on the stand, the judge was like, do you have any tattoos? I'm like, nah. The judge took over the case. He basically <laughs> asked all the questions. Yeah. yeah. He like, said, do you mind? Do stand up. I sure I'm not having no tattoos. Judge starts representing you. But it all goes back to marijuana, though. Yeah. So right. it all goes back to marijuana because after they found the marijuana, they used they used the marijuana to say that was the reason why they searched but the car. No they reason. smelled yeah. it. It hadn't even been opened. Right. right. It was still in the pack. 
Right. It was still sealed when they got it. They had the pictures Airtight, of it. Airtight. Like, like, you can't smell shit. Yeah, it was like, like, like you ready to ship like, this no shit. Like, no one smelled this <laughs> right. damn thing. Like, you ready to ship like, this shit. Like, 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 right. Yeah, it was going nowhere. Right, yeah. Allegedly, we went nudge nudge. Oh, man. You did not smell it. Guaranteed. Guaranteed you did not smell it. Like, come on. But I'm just happy, though, that California is... But wait, wait, what is happened? Up. I'm so involved in this oh, story. Oh, they dropped the case. Oh, okay. no. So the, the judge was so livid. The judge has each, had, had each one of our attorneys write a dissertation to to, uh, um, to this case and read why. And it was, no, no, it was uh, to address the search and seizure part and the contact part. Right. And before he even let us read ours... The prosecuting attorney was like, we ain't writing nothing. We're just going to drop the case. We're going to let it go. So when he wow. came back to court, they dropped the whole case against him. Why? And, wow. and let it go. It was, and it was ridiculous. And But the judge was like, no, we're not stopping right here. Oh, really? I want to oh. talk to this, this, this cop. He wants to talk to the cops, <laughs> <laughs> to to the cops uh, uh, who's ever over you here. You had to be a little yeah. nervous. But what do you mean wow. we're not I'm done like, yet? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't we do. be done? Dismissed. <laughs> no, we we're do. Cool. They can blame us for whatever they want. <laughs> we, we, wait, we can go? Oh, we, we <laughs> no, can go? Okay. No, you're going to watch me lecture these motherfuckers. Right. Oh, Judge was hot, bro. He was like, because he felt like, if this was the mentality that's out in the street from the sergeants and the lieutenants, what are the what, guys under? Oh, I mean, sure, which is sure. out there, which we've seen over well, and over and over, over again. again. Well, that's that's the statement I, I tell people. A lot of people that didn't grow up in L.A., man, like, I grew up on Imperial Highway, bro, and, and cops were, were gangbangers. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you, 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 and you say that, you can say that to your mom or some other elder that doesn't really get it because they weren't there, but cops were gangbanging back yeah. in the day. They would literally pull you out of the car. And not be like, even back in the day, Blue. Still, they no, still, well, they banging. Well, hold on. This right is my now. point, though, is that at that time, though, the streets were so rough, is that, that, that they kind of had to. But then it stopped. And the streets didn't get so rough. And guess what? The cops kept gangbanging. Yeah. And they kept rocking. Well, they kind of took and control. When, and a lot of us got like, okay, fuck no, it. No, it was like, dude. We they, all know who the crazy cops right. are. No, who, man, you know. If, 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 if all of us are sitting in the car, they're damn near going to go, why are you rolling with these guys? Oh, I mean, Mark's just being out questioned of straight, off, off top. <laughs> no, yeah, Mark's driving and we're sitting in the, in the car. car. They're looking at us like. It's okay, well, I'm shutting the fuck up. No, <laughs> they're going to ask Mark, is he here? Is he with us on his own will? Are you riding with yeah, these three cats on your own wheel? That's the kind of shit. No, they was, used to do that. Yeah, yeah. No, I had yeah. girlfriends that were yeah. that, that I was dating. It happened to me three times. Are you yeah. okay, Miss? Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? What do you mean? She's fucking me. I'm using me. No, She's using me. But you know what the problem is? You know what the answer to that is? They need to let cops smoke marijuana. Hell yeah, man! That's You're not lying. If they yes, let a cop smoke, it'd be, it'd be a whole calmer police force. Yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah. We're, we're fucking around to be in Mayberry. <laughs> yeah, Mayberry. <laughs> but yet they start selling to everybody. <laughs> Here's well, a dime bag. They already do that. They already do that. I mean, they kind of flip and shit. Training day was no fake movie. Oh, man. <laughs> My Auntie May. <laughs> no, so, so, so they dropped that case, you know. Um, right. And, and that's very fortunate of that. That's a beautiful thing because it, it seems like it was, it was almost like they were trying to frame it on you again because you were the guy on parole and know? i was i had a bigger name my name yeah your name holds holds a lot of, of weight yeah. it's funny big you as i hear you say that and, and i'm just curious to would you give a tribute to your success of changing to reading malcolm x was that Definitely. first one that you say then tell you him, go in tell him who hooked you who, who, who really did it all is it 
Blue Little gave you his brother's book, yeah, Malcolm. Exactly, exactly. Exactly. They don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's me going, I'm Blue Little. That's my real last name. That ain't right. It's Blue Little. For those who don't know, that's Malcolm X's real last name, Cats. You know what I'm saying? So I've done my history. It's funny, though, because as you say that, I'm a huge fan of it too, and just knowledge and going to right. school, getting your degree, and th- things like that. Like, you know, I- I've always been a proponent. I was the first in my family to do it, and I look at it like I've soaked in so much knowledge. The streets give you a lot of knowledge as well. Don't yeah. get it twisted. But when you soak up that game, that talk that you refer to, when you go to court and you hear these people talking about you in a way you, you don't, don't know. know, you need right. to soak up that type of knowledge, folks, from reading, from learning, Education, and be inspired bro. by a book like Malcolm X. Mentors. Then if something happens, which, big you, it didn't shake him up straight. Malcolm X, after rolling his grave, going, this motherfucker didn't read my book well enough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he took by any means necessary to a whole nother level. level. <laughs> but by, by that being said, he said he went back in and read more yeah. and then learned the law, which is crazy and dope all in the same fact. There's that Represented movie, Mercy. himself. I think it's called Mercy. That was that, that kind of reminds me of that, mm-hmm. the lawyer yeah. and reading. It just It's just great knowledge. For That's why I was like, are, would you say you would attribute the change to reading definitely without a doubt that's my i'm a proponent of reading oh, and, and, and it's not just watch i'll be talking to my kids they talking about well you got books on, on on um audio if you read it you reinforce it yeah once you read it and you and you and you read it and you see those words they can never take that from you i got another story i know you know when i first got to prison i had read the title 15 What's that one? And the Title 15 is a book that they give you. It's the book of, of rules that you can write the police up for violating and yourself for violating. It's called the Title 15. I read the Title 15, and I, I just memorized what I needed. When you can write them up in prison or in, in life? In prison. Okay, in prison. prison. Okay. So if, if um if you're it's the title it's by which it's a book it's like by which you charges on a police officer while you're there or on yourself it tells or, you or what you yourself. can do rules and, and what you can't do it tells you what you're supposed to have and what you're not supposed to have right I had read the title fifteen so when I got there um by me being big you when I got to the yard a lot of people gave me a lot of stuff and they sent me TVs I had TV a radio yeah, hot pot but I wasn't supposed to have all that stuff because I was in reception. So when it the police seen it, you before you right. even got to your dog, <laughs> yeah. like, wait, who's this motherfucker getting all this stuff? So the police go in my cell. I walk the child. They go in the cell. They just ravaged the cell, tear the cell up. Right. I went and wrote a six hundred two, which is complaint form, from memory, and I wrote the complaint form from just remembering, just from what you do it. Read. What, right. Yeah. And I just dropped it under, under the, um, my first time ever writing one, didn't even know it was going to work. And I slid it under the door and we kept on going back to childhood. So it was the next morning. Right. By the time I came back, they had everything that they had took but the TV and the radio because I wasn't even supposed to have that. Right. But they even gave me the crock pot back. I wasn't even supposed to have that yet. Right. But they was like, man, we're going to make a deal with you. We're going to give you this back. And but, but that was the point that made me realize that if you read it, the one thing power. they can't do is take that from you. If you play the game right. They right. couldn't take that knowledge from me that I had obtained. Right. They could take me physically, take my shoes, my clothes. But it was the knowledge I had obtained from reading the book that I realized in that moment right. that they could not take from me. Right. And I've been telling that to kids forever. Get the knowledge in the books. Get what you the information they can't take. They could take your life, but they cannot take what you 
Your education. They yeah. can't take and it. And they're still yeah. going to fuck with us because we black and brown, period. Yeah. And it's going to happen and we can't get... That's why I love the script when Mark says it. Because, you know, it, it can fuck with us. The co- a bad cop's going to be a bad cop. Yeah. But if you know your rules and you know your rights, you follow the script, you shut the fuck up, you're going to get out of this in a, in a better way, period. Right. You know, it, one of my mentors... They need to smoke weed. Yeah. yeah. All <laughs> I the need cops. to smoke weed. Smoke it. <laughs> Go from blue to green. You know, you know one, of the, uh, one of my mentors is, has always told me, says, once your mind expands from its original form, it can never go back. And, and that's exactly what reading does. It expands your mind from its original form, so therefore it cannot go back. It's like riding a bike. Once you learn how to ride a bike, 90% of the time you can ride a bike the rest of your life. You not, might not be as good mm-hmm. as riding that bike, but you sure do remember how to ride that damn right. bike. And so that's the kind of education that you know our youth needs to get first and foremost. And, yes. And then and that's what I've seen you doing. I mean, throughout the years, man, I, I've you know I, I've watched you ever since you've been out. Like I've watched you, you know, spend a large portion of your private personal time to helping youth. You know what I mean? Hours, dude. Hours and hours on the football field. Hours and hours at community centers. Right. Hours and hours putting proposals together. I met up on, the, you know, with them till three in the morning with uh, secretaries on the phone, and we're trying to put together, you know, proposals for shit. I mean, this man puts his life out there to help others, to educate people, and give them something that maybe he possibly didn't have that same direction on. So I you didn't. Yeah, no, I'm 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 a big fan of yeah. this man, dude. It is funny for those. It's the ex Crips leader, Big U, also known as Eugene. Gene Henley from the belly button name, and, and uh, as you as you go to that right that belly button name, the belly you button cut name. the cord, baby. That's your name from the cord. Yeah. And, and, and as you hear all this, even yourself, and you get to look back and you think of your own childhood, and you say, you know, and you just said it like we didn't have that chance. No. When you see some of these kids, though, so going in the different direction, the ones that you're trying to help that can't though, how? is that message it's got to be so hard but how do you try to relay that message man fuck that biggie we out here doing it dog come on you know what i mean i kind of usually don't get that i've I've seen people get it get them give them the what do you mean what (laughs) (laughs) you you know what i'm talking about though right i mean shake the room because it ain't ain't, i mean i know you can growl and get big he's a big bear brother but Uh, my point is growl bro you know with me with me when kids talk to me it's kind of hard for them to tell me because yeah. I've been there. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. And so and so what kids tend to do that I see when people reaching out to kids and they mind they think he ain't never struggled. Right. Not but for me they know I struggled. Right. Because it's the information age. So before we walk through a room, they already know everything about you there is a no. Yeah. The right. internet gonna tell them everything about you and some extra stuff that it really ain't true. Yeah. So you yeah. know, but ain't that real so, so, yeah, so, so they so with me it's different because I mean I can tell a kid I've been hungry. Right. I've been chased. I've been under cars. I've been shot. Sh- shot yeah. four, I've been shot seven different times. You know what I mean? So it's like I know what you're going through. And I'm where you need to get to. I'm where you're trying to get to. Right. So let me help you get there. I need to find out what's going on with you, what's really bothering you. And you need to understand because I had a kid today I was talking to. And his problem with his father and his mother is that he got to do too much. I gotta clean up. I gotta do this. I gotta do that. I gotta, I'm ready to leave home, and I'm just like, guess what's gonna happen? You gonna you gonna leave home? You gonna be going to your partner's house for two weeks, three weeks? They gonna get tired of you being there? You gonna do all the cleaning up your home? We gonna figure out he gotta clean up to stay here. <laughs> yeah. Then he ain't gonna have to clean up. Yeah. You want to clean up. <laughs> clean up. But then when you get there, if it's a real structured house, you are gonna have to do homework. Yeah. The same thing you running for at home. For sure. So, and I'm telling these kids because right now I have a real problem in my community where 
kids don't have nowhere to go. It remind me of me. So now I'm buying hotels at night. I'm trying to get these kids somewhere to stay because I can't let them sleep in my store all night, every yeah. night. You know what I mean? So I got. Sometimes I let them sleep in the store. Sometimes I'm like, man, listen, I got to go home. Right. You know what I mean? And it's real. It's like They're right now, today, today. I'm talking about today. I don't got enough money to to help every kid that needs somewhere to sleep. Because then they'll figure out, well, uncle, give us some money to go get someone to sleep. Right. I get one room, you know what I mean? I'm like, look, if the room is tore up, if y'all messed this room up, I ain't going to get y'all no more room no more. Right. You know what I mean? And then I got to get them to school. Right. So And then it's like, if they get kicked out the house, I figure it's a four-day window before the parents is ready to let them come back. Right. You know what I mean? It's the average. About a good average yeah, right there. yeah, about a four-day yeah. window. And I got to keep them alive or keep them out of trouble within that four days. You know what I mean? So I be looking at that. A good analogy is if you get if you get arrested, you're going to be cleaning your cell. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let alone no. your mama's or, or, or let alone if these cats go out like, and you get your, okay, let's just say you got a job and it's a blessing and you start getting a, your own apartment. Guess what you got to do with that own apartment? Clean you got to clean up your everything you and, pay, pay, the and pay the fucking bills that yeah. you ain't paying. It's so crazy the no, mindset the, of that young kid who don't even get it. Young, they're still young. They say, but Blue has a maid. Why? Blue, Blue has a maid. Blue don't. Oh, he don't do nothing. He like, oh, he has a maid. He has a maid. Has a maid. Oh, yeah. Not has it made, has a maid. I have a maid. He has yes. a maid. You know why, though? All of us do in South Orange County. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My maid was at the house today. All right, wait, when he said have a maid, I was like, do you know right. Teresa? Wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. Not all of us has a maid. Hold on. Let me take this with my pinky up right now. Hold on. All right. There's a point in your life where you realize your time is more valuable as well though if you get to that that level oh, yeah. of, of freedom there's a there's a more valuable space and time for what you need to do not that you don't clean your own ass but you know <laughs> it says your maid wipes her ass a lot of the stuff. and we're helping he the doesn't community. have enough time a, to wipe his ass no, no, the maid yeah, yeah. hold on a second bark <laughs> he's on the phone over <laughs> would here. you please wipe, wipe <laughs> and biggie what, what are you doing now in the cannabis community in the space yeah well we're creating some brands i'm creating some brands um I've really been looking at a lot of hemp because I like the way hemp does for the body. Uh, um, CBD products. The CBD products. So I'm in mean, that space. Great way we're, to start. Yeah, we're coming out with a whole nother Crenshaw brand. I'm supposed to be doing something with Blue, and I got a couple of people that's doing that. So I like it myself. I don't. I don't actually consume anything. I don't eat meat. I don't. Um, I don't eat meat. I don't take nothing. I don't smoke. I don't drink. Yeah. I don't do nothing. It's so, a lot of fucking you know celery saying. you're eating. We try yeah. to get. We try to get you on. We try to. Hit, they tried to for hit years. This, bro. He's like, I'm good, bro. What about the edibles? Hit this, bro. I'm so, good. Get this, yeah. bro. <laughs> now I made a deal with my mother, man, a long time ago, man. I wouldn't get no tattoos. I wouldn't. I wouldn't use drugs. And yeah. but I'll and, beat the shit out of people and rob. Rob. She taught me. Wait a minute. That's where I went to go learn it at. My mom's paid for karate. Like you got sisters. You got. Oh. You gotta protect them all in the neighborhood oh, and the take from these motherfuckers too. Oh, me, and, me, and, me, and, me and this man has rolled. I've seen these two roll. You know what I mean? I almost took him. I almost took you down one day at, at Wiz Khalifa's video shoot. I almost had you on the ground. Yeah, you attacked from the back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Pearl, yeah. Harbor. Yeah. Pearl Harbor. Pearl Harbor. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get that. That's a terrible joke. I right literally, there. I literally went to take him down. Though I was like, I'm taking this fool down, and then I ended up with a stiff neck for three <laughs> days. <laughs> I was rolling. Everybody was looking at me like, what the fuck is this guy doing? So and, do you then just engage uh, with the CBD hurt. tinctures, oils? and rubs and smoke like yeah. 
Yeah. And you'll yeah. fuck with the hemp then. Yeah, I mess with the hemp. That's funny. Yeah. That's exactly what I do. I don't do nothing THC. I've been sober 22 plus years. No alcohol, no drugs at all. So it's like I only do exactly what that is. I'm drinking this new CBD drink, which is called Kill Cliff, Strictly CBD, all this type of stuff like that. I find it so much better for the body. And especially mm. guys like us that are so fucking big. That, you know what I mean? We need it. Yeah. <laughs> it just be too big for the body. It's like, okay, I can't be living like yeah. that. So what what made you, though, lean towards that? Well, just really just studying it. Um, it was giving, it was so many laws that was changing in California, and then I already I always felt that. When, let me tell you this. I don't know if I can say that. Say whatever, say whatever, you, whatever want. you want. Okay, well, <laughs> in prison, the only thing that kept the animals calm, calm was marijuana. <laughs> so they needed. That's what I'm saying about the cops need marijuana. Isn't that crazy to think that they got weed in fucking prison and yet all the shit. It starts with that in the car. I smell weed and then we're going to put you in jail where you can smoke weed. And it's just nuts to think that how the system really works because you're thinking, oh my God, there's more anecdotal evidence right there. And now Big U's running with the anecdotal evidence saying cannabis works best when you're in prison for the crazies. Right. <laughs> and like, you know, that type of evidence, though, is like, you know, hence the CBD works. Good the, when are more people so going to realize mind. it? When are the cops going to realize it? Uh, the government, that they, fuck it, it's working here. It's work. Because let's just face it. It's not like they can use that anecdotal evidence and say, it's really working well in prison. <laughs> <laughs> but you know? it is. And, and Big U, how do you think, or, or do you know, or can you tell... How did that cannabis get in the prison? Is it strictly the guards? Is it straight up uh, tennis balls? Everybody's helping. Over the I fucking... deny. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. He Maybe said, he come on. Did you really ask that out of all the things? I deny. That having I, any I knowledge of fifth. knowing? I, knowledge. I just say that they need it. <laughs> they need and that's it. the reason why I'm in this field, because I see the calming effect yeah. of How cannabis. How slows people down. Calm the fuck down. I mean, I, I, mean, I don't calm. know the healing part. Yeah, but I know, damn it. Sometimes some people needs it. You know what? Dude? So needs it. it. There's yeah. so needs much it. like need it. Like, Not need it. Needs it. Needs it. They needs it. I've had two hip surgeries. I have this bad ankle, right? And after the two hip surgeries, I tore my labrums. They had to slice my IT band up to put it in there to replace my labrums, which then gave me fucking uh, arthritis. So now I'm, you know, 48 years old, walking with this limp all the time. Before I started using CBD, my pain would be, you know, 7, 8 level from a 1 to 10. And it's dropped down to like a good 4, 5, 6 when it gets cold. So my point is, I see how it's helped me at, quote unquote, a younger age of 48. But look at that 60-year-old woman and 60-year-old man who really can use some help rather than popping all these pills and going, you know what, I'm taking all this fucking medication. Make you 72. Yeah. (laughs) Killing my liver, my ulcer, my gut, everything else. And it's like you got this organic, natural way. Right. So there's so much great information. Joe, hold that thought, man. It's Cannabis Talk 101. We'll be right back with Big U.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. If you're looking to upgrade your wallet, you need to turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. If you're paying for vacations with whatever card is in your wallet, you could be missing out on miles you didn't even know you were leaving on the table. You can get a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? A hotel upgrade? Lounge access? Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. We are here with Blue, Joe Grande, and Big U. Yes. And you know we got to give our special thanks to Pit, Peanut, and Jen. Yeah. I love those three girls. Man. <laughs> <laughs> got them. Oh, you you man. cut me you cut me off. I, I think Elvis he's trying to cut oh, you out. I too. love those four yeah. girls. Sorry, those four <laughs> ladies are hot. All four of them. We jeez, man. They hold nice nothing rack. back around here. God. All right, it's the time of the show yes. where we're gonna get into the high five with Big U. Yes. All okay. right. Uh, Let's do it, Joe. Question number one, Big U. Here you go. How old were you the first time you smoked weed, and where did you get it from? First time? Uh, maybe nine. Wow. Look at that thought that process. Ooh, that motherfucker's staring. Like, nine. Where was yeah, I? Yeah, nine, and where at? Nine, too. I had a family friend. She used to sell marijuana, and we was at... She lived across from the, from the elementary school. Right. So when she would leave, she would just give us the bags to, to hold, like when certain people come by. He'd be hooking them up. And then we didn't really know what size. She just knew what bags. Right. So we knew, because that's back then they used to sell them by sticks. Yeah. So you yeah. just get the stick out. This was this was a $1 one, and this one was a was a $5 stick. Wow. So we knew that it was either one or five. So you wow. picked the one or the five stick up, and then no, we just my my um my cousin, my older cousin, used to take them and split them, and then take some out the and roll it back him. up. Yeah, well, nice, and then, nice. 
That was where you got your first weed. <laughs> and it was like the nah. same thing. To me, it was the same high as the first cigarette. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, it was like the first cigarette. Yeah, that's like a good high. At early age, though, you're nine, you're fucking young. Yeah, you don't don't know. know. Exactly. That's my point is, yeah, you don't know. You don't know. It was like this. (laughs) All right, question number two of the high five. What is your favorite way to use cannabis? When you smoke. I don't smoke. But when you did. Uh, My favorite way to use it? Um, From my hand to their hand and their money back. That's the best, that's the best, that's the best answer, answer I've heard. Best damn dog by far. Hands down, no one's given that fucking answer. And that's the best one, Big U. I, I think we have to close down the high five. That's it, we're done. We're done. <laughs> Retired. There ain't not one person. That's not one person that met a hustler up here like that, oh my boy. God, salute you. That was brilliant. Well that said. Was, he said from my man, hand to man. their hand, back to my hand. With, with, the, money. with the money. Ring. Wow. Fantastico. <laughs> Question number three of the high five with Big U. Craziest place you've ever used or smoked cannabis? Or sold it. Or sold it. How about that? Uh, state prison. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, that's another fucking first. <laughs> that's another first. There ain't too many cats that we've been on that said state Not nobody. nobody Get alone that said nobody. state prison. That is, was it decent weed? I had the decent weed for the people who was just coming in because they still had money. And then the ones who been in there, you just... Whatever. Yeah, <laughs> weed, whatever. Weed. Yeah, yeah, Mexican like, weed. Stress. Yeah. <laughs> and it's always a story with that. Yeah. And like, because like guys who were in prison already, they have to, you know, the, the connection to the streets is kind of waned away. Yeah. So they go in, they calling home, telling them, I'm going to get killed if I don't, or they just Make come whatever. with us. And so yeah. it's, but you got the guys who fresh in, they already got. You say the real packs for them. They got because they already got cash on them. They're coming. Yeah, cash on them. Got connections. They put the money back friends. home. Yeah. Oh, we got yeah. it. We then they take care of it. After a couple mm-hmm. years, people forget after about you. After a couple you. years, then they, they it drops off too. You got to get the new ones. Yeah. Right. I'll smoke this bammer. That's a good hustle, right? That's good game just to know right there. Yeah. Question yeah, number four: The high five. What is your Mr. Big U? What? What? Go ahead. What? What is your go-to munchies? When you get when you got high, what's your go-to munchies when you get high? Chips, man. I don't know. My go-to munchies is chips, regardless. Yeah. <laughs> God dang big right now. Yeah. Just kind of chips though. Doritos. Doritos. Cool Ranch? Or just nachos. Nachos. That's the one. It's funny because I'm so Mexican that everything I eat needs to have a corn chip with it. (laughs) You mean everything tastes better with a chip? Yeah. Yeah, That's what it is. That's what they stole it from. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's a flavored corn chip. It's like everything needs a fucking corn chip. I don't care what I'm eating. I'm like, rice, I'll put a little chip on it, some salsa. Perfect. That makes it good for me. Chips with everything. Question number five on the high five. If you could smoke with anyone, big you dead? Or alive, who would you smoke with? Snoop. You ain't smoke with Snoop, huh? I don't, I don't smoke with Snoop. Yeah, but if you did. If I was, it would be Snoop. We heard one. But I'm scared of Snoop, though, because I've been in there with Snoop smoking. <laughs> yeah. And it's like they don't smoke. Yeah, they, they. Have you ever seen? Have you ever been in with Snoop <laughs> and all of them? I've actually been in with uh, Snoop, the Bishop, and. Um, and a few other cats. Yeah, you had I've, that experience? Yeah, I've actually had that experience. I've sat there and watched them. Yeah. Like, everybody's rolling up, and then people walking through the door and pulling out their kind. He walking out putting his kind. He put, and everybody's putting out, and the room is like, and I'm <laughs> sitting like, I'm sitting like, like, I'm trying Jimmy's to sit as low as I can get, 
to get fresh air. I'm, trying, I'm sitting low and I'm watching Snoop. Big homie, you sure you don't want to try this? Yeah. Uh, nah, I'm good. I'm yeah. good. Uh, I'm gonna be the only sober person in this room. In the room. But let me tell you, when I did get high, you're like I I'm just turned high. 18, and um, and I think it was it was Michael Spinks and Larry Home fight. Mm-hmm. I'm in Seattle. Now you guys remember, this is this is 89, 89-90, right? This is when we in Seattle, so we bring in the real. Back then, six thousand a pound, four thousand a pound. Remember back then, so I fuck it. I'm out here. I'm out of town. Let me smoke. Right, bro. Michael Spinks was hitting Larry Holmes in the head, and I was standing like, damn, like he ain't moving his head. <laughs> <laughs> bro, like I'm fucking punching him. Like, like move. And, and I'm sitting there on the couch, and it's like I'm trying to say, did I say that yet? <laughs> right. Yeah. Actually, Why am I that? discombobulated like a Totally. Right and I'm, I'm trying to remember, right? And I'm, I'm having did a conversation, and I'm trying to remember, like, did I? Did you really say did that? Did I say it yet? Or when I'm talking, I'm trying, and then people moving, I'm thinking, like, this ain't cool. Right. How yeah. do I get unlike this? Right. How do I not do it? Unlike this. Unlike it. They right talking about now. milk. Don't put it to your lips again. Uh, you <laughs> need milk. Yeah. Milk. <laughs> Fucking give me some cookies too. If we're doing it. And everybody's like, "That's the ultimate one. Yeah. You're gonna be chasing that forever." I'm like, "No, I'm not. Yeah. I'll be selling it forever." Lord knows, I was chasing it forever. I'm like, "I need to get tweaked out. I need to get. That's why I need to get sober. Because exactly what you just said. I was chasing that high." Chase forever. it forever. Yeah, man. Oh, that's a good line. It's a terrible line. <laughs> well, too many lines. I can't say lines again. Oh, my God. No, it's <laughs> breaking out in a sweat. You know, it, it's actually, um, it's funny because, you know, a lot of people get, get caught into the high and, and don't really enjoy it anymore. I think I think there's some people that are just, you know, getting high to get high versus like, you know, there's a time I think when, when I was getting high that I was just getting high to get high every single day and I was smoking, smoking. And finally... You know, I just was like at this point, I'm like, man, I'm just not 100 when I'm when I'm getting high. Like, I don't have that focus. I can't get as many things done. I miss too. I stumble too much. And there's people like this guy right here. He smokes all freaking day, He's and, 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 right and he doesn't even stop though. He won't. I need to, he to just live. Brrr, he does an edible to survive. He does, he's, yeah. Right here, he's already consumed more than most people do in a week. My head yeah. will explode. <laughs> I, I, during that this show, he's done yeah, more than just, most people do in just, a week. You know, just hey, you, those yeah. doctors <laughs> wanted to give me Ritalin and all sorts of shit. <laughs> over the years and you still should no, no. they need the shit this is he this what was it works what was the me. word he needs it what was it no, no. Yeah. he's searching for that high again no man they gotta have it like it's, it's different so but uh it's great to have you on the show big you um you know one of the things i want to tell you that you know uh, also i admired from you before we get out of here is uh, you know all the different celebrities and, and people that you've influenced to 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 be out there and do the right thing and have the ability to to be successful and and just kind of been behind a lot of these art artists and uh, again man the kids and the, the things that you've done for the city of uh, uh, Los Angeles and just in other cities and states as well but specifically for Los Angeles man keep up the good work before we get out of here is there anything you want to plug or, or talk about and, and uh, before we check out well then like I said I got an app coming out oh and um, a, a documentary oh the documentary yeah I'm doing a documentary with um with FX okay it's one of the biggest documentaries that's coming out since Dr. Dre and um um, Jimmy Iovine. Yeah, that shit was so, dope on HBO. Yeah, yeah, yeah we got yeah. one that's a six part. FX already paid for, fully paid for, really big budget. Um, so it's me, Jimmy Henchman, 
Uh, you're going to hear Jimmy Hendrix talk about him and Pac sound like the first time. Yeah. Bimmy, um, Waka Flocka Mother, he has uh, Russ in it. Did Russell you say Simmons Waka Flocka's mother? Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, she got a story? I didn't. I don't know her story. Bro, <laughs> she got the number one story in the documentary. No really? shit. Promise Just you when you God. said that, I was wow. like, wow. and Waka Flocka's no joke. That'd but be, like, yeah, I like you. need to get her on the get show. Get her on the show. Waka spits hard. I kind of like Waka Flocka. He, he comes with no. it. No. When you see this... His mama. His mama. talking about his mama <laughs> is the one, bro. She's the one. She about it. She's about it. She's been shot multiple times. Wow. Damn it. Oh, I don't know if I'm us. I can't yeah, tell you. Her tell story is so much, so much more interesting than mine. <laughs> <laughs> you were the crazy fucking leader. What do you mean? <laughs> don't mean that. Bro, I'm telling you, she did all that. <laughs> she was the leader of the Crips over no, there. Not, hey. not the Crips, but she hustled. She she hustled. She, she was grind. doing her thing. Like you're uh, like okay, you doing your thing. Like I did my thing, but you did some more thing. But yeah. she was doing it from a point of view of a woman, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like her whole family from like her story is gonna be amazing, bro. Like yeah, it, love it. Okay, who else is in it? Okay, I can't wait. Now you got me so pumped. Right? That's why I was like, Waka Flocka. You say Waka Flocka? Yeah, her yeah. his mother. Waka like, Flocka doesn't get that as much press as I feel like he should be getting. He had whatever. it. He had. But he had, he got, had got a mama who needed to get it. And now his mama about to drop it. Go buy my son, motherfucker. But not like that. I remember seeing some shit on him. His mom was pushing a lot of stuff that he was doing, and I didn't know she had a story like like what you're claiming. But I felt his mama's presence of um just major support and and down. But you she but look she she was she was behind Ludacris first, Nicki Minaj. Wow. What? Yeah, she had Nick, Ludacris, Nicki Minaj. She's been in the uh, game uh, like that. Yeah, she had um um. I didn't what's know the this? other boy name from Atlanta um. Big boy or fucking no, no. Uh, Killer Mike? Killer, no, not Killer Mike. The, the rapper. The rapper. He moved to Miami. He, he already knows. It. I know it's not T.I. Uh, dark skin and tall. Dark skin. Beefing with Jeezy. Beefing Rick with Ross? Jeezy. No. no um, beefing. Not T.I. Huh? Not Dolph. He beefing with Jeezy. Him and Jeezy used to be partners. Gucci, Gucci man. man. She had Gucci. Oh, yeah. They, 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 were, they, were, they were. Oh, in the she mix. got an amazing. Hey, bro, her story is. Oh, so she earned some paper then. She did some. Yes. Wow. That's what that Waka, Waka came after that. All that. She yeah. already had done all wow. them. Wow. Like her name, her name of people she's touched and really managed and dealt with in the industry. Her list well, that's is why her son crazy. did so well then too. I mean, he, that, he had what? a good run. He, he, he was making, he was doing yeah. fucking millions on the roads, just like you know other big. Well, he cats grew up with all these people around him, and I then mean, he, he learned how to make his right. underground name and yeah. do, do book shows and make money. Yeah. yeah. So we got her. We got Jimmy Henson. Her story, like I said, her story is going to be. Her story is going to kind of trump everybody. Mine's only goes back. Mine's is more like the streets, and then the fact that I've been in music since 1985. My right. first artist was uh, was Papa Q, Laquan, mm -hmm. and um, um, then from there, Corrupt, and then going to Nipsey and all the rest of them. So it, it talks about that, and um, we got who? That's we got Russell Sim. We got Mike Tyson on it. We got we got it's a whole plethora. When's, of when's this uh, production start? We're actually shooting. We're actually shooting today. We uh we finished like the first four episodes. Okay. It's six episodes. Yeah. Wow. And, that's um, dope. Like, nice. We've been all over. We've been everywhere. We've been to we've been to Europe. We've been to um Satchel Pay. We've been to good. They they probably went to Africa to finish get some shots. So we've been everywhere. That's Talk awesome. about that as you drop it's like that. like 8 million. I, I want to get wow. back to you, Bill Big U, before we let you go, as you just reminded me. Talk, because maybe cats don't know, 
How did you meet Nipsey, and how did that relationship come about where you started working with him? Break us down that. We, with Nipsey, we all grew up from the same neighborhood. Nipsey's like my baby homeboy. He's like, he like maybe seven, eight generations under me in, in, in the arcade that wrote the 60s right. in the Crips. So when I, when I came home, I was dealing with Suge first. So in dealing with Suge, I went through that learning, you know. I went, I went from Herio first, yeah, yeah. Learned, dealing with Herio in prison. I was in the yard with Herio for two years. Come then deal with I Shug. come home to deal with Suge, and it's like hearing both of them talk about each other, right? Yeah. <laughs> was that funny? <laughs> it was funny. And if you don't know who Herio <laughs> and 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 Shug oh, yeah. are, they were Bloods from you know, right. Luda, well, Luda's and Park running, and different, you know, running Bloods, East Side, the, East yeah, the, side, the big yeah. the big homies, the big leaders of both the Crips and the Bloods need to talk every once in a while. <laughs> so this is what we have to do. So dealing with both of them, then coming home, like I said. Um, just when I, 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 my time with Sugar ran out, and it was time for me to find another artist. So that's when I went to my neighborhood and started looking for artists. And I was kind of like, you know, asking around. And my nephew told me about this young cat named Nipsey. So I went to go looking for him. So when I found him, he played me some music. He played me uh, Bullets Ain't Got No Name. I'm like, this shit is hard. Yeah. And I'm like, what can we do? And so we kind of started moving. I sift through a bunch of the artists, and then we, the story kind of goes from there. We moved on. Um, I couldn't really get in the industry because my name was so ominous. Like, I couldn't even get on a uh, big boy talk show. Ah! You know, <laughs> you know what I'm talking I couldn't get on nobody's show. They're like, bro, you know, we love you, but. Uh, I could, yeah, but, you know, yeah. They, wouldn't get on, they wouldn't let me on the show. Big yeah. Kurt wouldn't do Don't point at me. I mean, I just work with him for you. you know, <laughs> Yeah, he's back in peddling. They wouldn't let me on the he's show. Like you know, he's all fuzzy. Or Jason Ryan, the producer. Yeah, yeah I happened. seen Fuzzy one time. <laughs> he didn't know who I was. Right. And I'm and I, uh, what was he? He just played was Possum, it? huh? I'm, no, who, I knew who, who he was, but I really yeah. didn't know, I really didn't know him at the time. But I knew somebody told me who he was, and I'm talking to him, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, you got a new artist, okay, bro? We'll figure it out." Then I say, "I'm Big U." He's like, <laughs> "He's changing the tone a little. Change the tone. I don't know if we can do that." Yeah. <laughs> it's like the backup, like, but you know, Fuzzy, my boy, yeah. but it was like, that was. That he comped was, his finest right there. Yeah, yeah that's how hard it was to be Big U trying to move in yeah. the industry. So that's what forced me to go get Steve Lobel. Yeah. Shout out to Steve, so, man. Love Steve. Steve's been doing that shit for a while. I love yeah. Steve. Back with the licks. That's I my mean, guy. He's a music yeah. guy who's guy. been doing shit for years. And my brother. I, if you see him, tell him Joe Grande, so what's up? Because I, I remember him from way back in the day. Yep. And just this, you know, white cat that you just don't know who's so inside the hip hop game. <laughs> yeah, and you yeah. would look at this guy and be like, Hip hop 101. This yeah, guy's hip hop. Right, hip-hop. Hip-hop. But you look at Steve Lobel and you're like, This guy's hip hop? And like, No, motherfucker. Like, that's hip hop, hip hop. Like, yes. He'll yeah. get you somewhere hip hop. So that's when I went and got Steve. So because it was so hard for me, so I'm like, let me go get Steve, somebody to. Yeah. And my wife's sister, my wife's niece was married to Steve. So I already, that's how I knew Steve from her. And uh, she used to always tell me about him. So I met him, I met him at a concert and um, I introduced myself and then we kind of went from there. And I'm like, yeah, man, I got this new artist, man. I want you to help me with him. And we start moving. And Steve brought like um, China, a deal in China, a deal in Japan. He brought uh, John Shapiro, which we eventually signed to Cinematic um, um, Music Group. And um, from there, it just took off. And then we went on the road. I left right after that (sighs) because I got put in cuffs on some other stuff. And so I was like, man, I'm cool on this for a second. Yeah. And that's when I was like, yeah, okay, you got to wake up. 
You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you, you, stop, you, you tripping. Stop playing, man. You know what I mean? Stop so, playing. And, um, we need you. Yeah. We need you around here. So, you know, <laughs> and then that's, it goes like, because people, you slide sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, so I kind of, I left it alone. And I had to refocus my life and myself. And that's when, like, that's my second life back, really, where I just didn't do nothing else but sports, football. And I was like, and I focused on that team I was talking about that's in college. Right. Uh-huh. That that one. Young and cats, I, uh-huh. Them young cats that's in college right now. And it was only with them every single day, every day, nothing. What yeah. a big fucking change to do yeah. something like that. Yeah. And it's got to make you feel and think, like, fuck, I wonder how many more if I can. Or was right. this group just that special? Or that, and I think it's, it's a combination of all. But the influence of doing something like that, it even gives you, it makes me think, God's got a bigger purpose for you even yeah, here, right? right? Like, damn, dude. I ask that all the time, man. I'm, I, I see so many people dying and some people going, and I'm thinking like, wow. What's up with all these kids, man? You know what I mean? So, but, I mean, you know, I, I can boast this, that with, with Developing Option, which is my company, Yeah. Um, over the last 15 years that I've been doing these contracts with the mayor's office, we have gotten the gang violence down almost 40%. Heavy. Like Heavy. We are in a different place than we were, especially with Red and Blue yeah. in the music industry and in the streets of L.A. So the violence is down so much lower than, than it was before I started doing this work. And I really want to take it across the country, take it other places, just to develop an option part. Because the difference in what we do is this. We give big homies who are influentials in those neighborhoods the ability to go out and work and concentrate on doing that work. Right. Like they don't have job. to go they don't have to go to work and then come back and do it. Their job is to stay in the hood. Yeah, you can be right and, here. And be in the and hood. Represent the and, hood. and represent the hood. And represent the hood and represent and then you know, we we You're like talking we to real them, big homies, like right. the homies. The ones who really got the real heart to do it. Right. Because it's the ones there's some out there that really wanna help Right. Their community want to see their community thrive because before I came home and we created the brand, the Crenshaw brand, it was we didn't we we made Crenshaw something different, not to just us. Right. But the brand was already going because people were familiar with Moesha, uh, Boys in Hood, all the yeah. people. But we made the brand a, a, a more accessible brand. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was like a real brand. Yeah, like, and, it, and, it and we took something. it. Different. And so what I wanted to do was teach my homeboys how to own their own. So when I came home out of prison, I don't I don't want to say his name wrong, but Miles C. Tung, I hope I'm saying it right, um, was was kind of like my 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 mentor, mentor of sorts. It, yeah. And I and I felt like we needed to come back and love ourselves. So we needed to create brands that people would love. And what's funny is people don't know Nipsey never went to Crenshaw. He right. never went to Crenshaw. I went to Crenshaw. He went to Beverly, huh? He, no, he, went, to, <laughs> he went to Hamilton. Oh, he went to Hamilton. Hamilton. He went to oh, Hamilton. I hit him with that one. He and, 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 like, what did you say, So what I was telling him, when I was teaching him and telling him, look, bro, you're going to take the hood yeah. to a whole other level. And he got it. And when I left, he took it and he kept Kept going with the brand, yeah. with, the, with the brand. Yeah, you know what I mean. And created and he his own in the right thing. Direction. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. It, it was phenomenal, man. He, he, um, he's gonna do more for us in his going than than probably he would have did if he had went longer. Right. Because so many kids can see his example, and so many, and, and they have affirmed his words 
and his intelligence yeah. and, 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 and talking about businesses and becoming entrepreneurs and doing for the self growth, and, yeah. and, and, and uh, being pulling yourself from yeah. Being a, a self-made and, and yes. coming out the ghetto, you can do it type. Yeah. yeah. Buying in the hood. Exactly. Buying, like the shit like that. Buying that from did. your hood. Support yeah. your hood. It was, it was yeah. key. And like you said, it, people wouldn't know that shit mm-hmm. if it wouldn't pass because that's exactly. the message that got sent because of his passing. Right. And it, and, 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 and that's the only thing that that, that that makes me be able to deal with the comfort of it, like, like, cause it was so tragic in the way it happened, and how the whole world seen it, right? And it was something that, you know, everywhere I go, people ask me that, and 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 this, and this it was, and they asked me how come it was so big because I don't think people have ever seen an artist of that magnitude pass. We heard about Pac dying. Right. We heard about Biggie dying. Right. We heard about, but you didn't actually see it. Yeah, Yeah, you you weren't there. You didn't actually see it. He was just up for a Grammy. He was just, you know, doing a TV special for news. So it was something that was just transcended. And you got people who never seen a person actually and that from lose the hood, life, especially you know from I mean? the hood, like you know, yeah. LA represented coming through. Yeah, he was know? a good kid. I mean, he yeah. was just going exactly. Yeah. He was just going in that direction, changing damn near your images on of, a Crips. Exactly. Like, you know, hold on, this is the way the Crips act. This motherfucker's yeah. doing what in the neighborhood? He's doing what for people? Why do I think this about that? He changes yeah. Bro, the stereotype. That's, that's what I'm thing. saying. You don't that's realize the thing that it hurt us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He was changing the yes. stereotype. Okay, he got some tattoos that you can see from just looking at his face. But damn, that don't mean that he's fucking gonna punch you or slap you or steal your purse. Every time, yeah. he was he was you know a proper he was a perfect one. He was charismatic, good looking, yeah. uh, um, like intelligent. Snoop. Yeah, no, nah, he look like Snoop. He look better than Snoop. Oh, like Snoop, that was my guy. You so old now, anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, yeah. but 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 it, 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 it was so hurtful because of he was the perfect one, and when I chose him. When I chose to put my money, time, and energy behind him, I was looking at all of that. Like, I, I, I kind of foreseen it. Right? Yeah, I seen the intelligence because right. I had to choose who I was gonna put on. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, it's your pocket that you put yeah, in. That it was paper, my huh? pocket. It was my money. Yeah. Yeah. And, and when his brother, he went, when his brother went to jail, he lived with me. Right. He lived in my condos, you know, back and forth. And so, I seen it. You know what I mean? And I and. and Everybody else got a chance to see it before he passed. And that's the good thing. And then even after he passed, now people see it. Right. So every time I see it, it's a highlight in my life to be able to say that I was a part of that. that. You know what I mean? A lot of people thank you for doing what you did there because a lot of people probably, I I didn't even know that fucking story. So that I'm thanking you personally because for you to put that money and time in. There's a lot more stories like that. that. (laughs) We have to do part two. (laughs) I want to touch real quick on something else that's kind of uh, street related. And how did you deal with and how have you been dealing with, I mean, you're not the, you know, leader of the Crips anymore. More, but you got a heavy hand in influencing with everybody with the Black Lives Matter movement on let's not all fucking go over there and burn everything up and take it all anyways. I felt like like I seen cats in Long Beach. It was some Crips in Long Beach, for instance. They stood out on one street and said, hey, motherfuckers, you fight from Long Beach? No, then get the fuck out of <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, My yeah. point is I seen some Crips, and there were Crips at the time, uh, stood, stand up, which I'm like was another example of what Crips do for their neighborhoods right. that are good. My point is with you, Big U, being the ex-leader of the Crips, how have you 
had to deal with? What have you had to deal with, and, and what are you doing? Well, I'm not the ex-leader of the Crips. Well, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for something like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, like, no. no, I'm not the leader of the Crips. It's no leader of the Crips, no, period. But, but, but I know what you're saying. <laughs> so, no, my whole thing on the Black Lives Matter movement is that it's, it's about time. It's, um, it's overdue. Yeah. And this country still doesn't get it. And I'm not talking to, and I and, and I was I did a I did an interview and I was telling them that it's needed. Sometimes you gotta burn it down. Sometimes you burn it. But don't burn down. your home down. Right. Right. You know, but sometimes because well, we have they, marched. They did though. That's last time I it, like during the um Rodney, King, Rodney King. King, it was right at home. It was right in the mix of everything. You know, now it's it's a little different. You know what I mean? It's a little different. Yeah. It's a little different only in the fact that uh, if we want to be realistic, it's different only because we have a virus that's keeping everybody at home and TVs on. Yeah. If we did not have this virus, it would be going over people's heads. But because it's happening in this time, and we have the greatest president in the world, yeah. Donald Trump, this dumb motherfucker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, was, hey, look, hey, I almost hey, grabbed what? my fucking no, watch. This. When you said that, I was like, I'm like, let me tell you. Hey, look, let me tell you. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why Donald Trump is great for us. Tell you why he's great for us. Because he exactly. Because before Donald Trump, there was never black gang members, Hispanic gang members, right. all concerned about politics. Yeah, we have never Awaken. been this concerned. Awaken. Never. He is. This guy is the best thing that is that could have happened to to African Americans. Like, don't go over again, motherfucker. See what happens. Don't. And look, not only are we becoming up. conscious of. Of, of political, I mean, of, of, of the president politics, we become conscious of of, of, of inner city politics. Yeah. Yeah. We needed Donald Trump and at this time because Obama put us to sleep. Obama willed us to it, sleep. Kept it cool. Yeah. Did it, and then, and like and that, it, it was like the the, the, the the voice was there. You finally got that voice. So it's oh, like. We had somebody to vote in. We got a minority. It was, it was, it was, like, it was a false sense of reality yeah. that we needed Trump to come back and say, nah, motherfucker. No, huh. this ain't going to end here. No. That's a great point. No. And that's why I'm saying for us, right. for, 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 for men from the inner city of, of these, these different populaces, we needed him. Right. We need him to scare the shit up and say, look, grow the fuck up. Grow up. Right. That's real spit. The cats out there acting like are running their mouths of saying something. Well, what about this motherfucker? Well, then guess what you need to do in November? Grow up. And guess what you need to do before November? Because by the time it gets to November, it might be too fucking late. Late. Yeah. Especially if you want cannabis in your city and you want that, you got to be voting in early, you know, June, July, all these times. You got to be voting for your mayors, all these other fucking things that guys focus and wake up. I agree one thousand percent on that. Yeah, but and, that, and that's the thing too that we 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 forget that the most touching part of us in our community is your mayors, your city councils, your um your uh, governors. Those are the people who affect you because they affect your actual finances. Right. That's that's what people are missing. It's really not the 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 president because he deal with the federal money. Right. It's the mayor. It's to actually start with your governor. Who are you electing to be your governor? And then it goes down from here because the governor can really say fuck what the president is saying. 
In our president, we're going to do this. We're not going to yeah. give you no aid. And even right. in our city, start with your local city mayor as well. Yes. Right. Look what look into what your city mayor is about. Actually, it's been clear through this process because some of them were like, "F you, this is what we're doing," mm-hmm. and and it's starting to happen more often than not because you, you you know you're like, "Can you do that? Can our state do that?" You know, you're starting yeah. to question all questions. State we twice. got Hitler in the pre- we got Hitler in the United States presidency. <laughs> <laughs> Adolf Trump. I don't like that. that. Adolf Trump. <laughs> I don't like Wait that. Wait a minute, Adolf much. Trump. Trump, he is. A, look, the dude this is a just Jew said. Brother. My Jew brother's over here, like, don't be saying, hey, don't be saying you. He, you know, Wasserman hey. over here gets nervous. He's a Wasserman. No, but but he, he coming for us though, so no. we gotta see it. Yeah, and absolutely. he's really coming for the Brown brothers. To, hey, look, like I tell people all the time, that motherfucker's Adolf Hitler to the to the to the, to the minority community. Who oh, the fuck like is he? No, you know what's he funny? don't like anybody. We no. just we just had a we just did yesterday. We did uh, a, there was a survey that came out on on L.A. Times or something or, or California News or something and. Uh, his brother had it, so I don't have the paper in front of me. Forty-two percent higher rate of, of Hispanic Americans are arrested for for drug. It's charges. the highest for cannabis. It's the ha- highest in the world in, in California. In, in, no, it was the United States. Oh, it was the United, United States. 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 Right, right, my bad. In the United, United States, States. Yeah, forty-two percent more than any other race. Hispanics are fucking. Well, I think it was forty-two percent. Is which, well, not forty-two percent more? It was forty-two percent. African Americans were like. 32% oh, white American oh, was 31%, so, but it was still more. Like, and I believe oh, those yeah. are pretty accurate 31, yeah. 32, 40. Yes, yeah, so it was like 40, 30, and then, and then so on. So, but, but that was shocking to me. You know what I mean? Like, I already know that, but there's a lot, in my opinion. Oh, Latins get, get it. They, they, well, it. Latins and blacks, who we kidding? It's been like that it's from Trump. Like, is, know that. The Trump is vilifying. What's up, Pitt? Wait, I was going to say, but the percentage of how many blacks there are versus Hispanics, versus whites and Hispanics. So the percentage of 20. Percent right. is way higher because there's, there's less blacks, more blacks and there's it. way yeah. more white, so it's gonna right. The, the, the numbers aren't real. Yeah, just saying that, but this still shows that there's big numbers. I mean, with those numbers, it can equal out, and it might even over over Trump it. <laughs> Trump. That way it's like Trump. Trump. <laughs> That's because you said that to me. Don't you? Don't you? Lip no, but me. don't you Trump eyeball me? But <laughs> you guys don't me, realize it's a, it's a bigger push coming though. I don't think people. I don't think people realize it's a bigger push coming because oh, it's, it's what it's Trump happening. is trying to do is so major because he's demilitarized. He's demilitarizing the United States around the globe and pulling back the United States forces around the globe. So people to bring don't. Them here. No, 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 no. Well, he's demilitarizing. So he's 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 lessening the power of the United States troops, while China and Russia are pushing there, strengthening there. Yeah. And then this man is talking about who has had collusion talks with the Russians and the Chinese, saying that if he loses, he's not leaving office. But everything they have done up to now. It's yeah. questionable in dealing with these and question about dealing work. with these people. So there's a bigger discussion to be had. If right. you just study the pattern of what Trump is doing or he's, attempting to do. He's fucking crazy. Well well, he has a lot of people behind Half him that's moving. Crazy. So you have to be conscious of what's going on. Yeah. And if we talk about I tell people all the time, if you're talking about you want change, what does change look like? Change looks like some people are not going to be rich no more. Some people are not going to be middle class anymore. Some people are going to come down to where we are, right. struggling every day. Most of us That's are a car accident away from the poorhouse. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's real. Yeah. And it's a farce for us not to recognize what's going on in the federal government because you, got, you have local government, then you have federal government. 
right, that controls your armed forces. That's what Donald Trump has. The ability to send people in. He can say this is this, this is that. So it's a bigger picture. I don't know where it's going, but it's just yeah, stuff it that I'd be concerned about. But it could go to yeah. that next. And, and the funny thing is, is we, we've always said it, is it, you know, I, I've always said it. You could take all of us, and, and not all of us, but you could take some of some of the people that we know and the people we run with, and you could drop all the bombs you want and, and drip all the things out, and we're going to be just fine. We're going to thrive. Which is, but there's a lot of folks that not. that are, that, are, that aren't that are going to come down to this level, and they're just going to be like, "Whoa, you're going to start working for a whole new civilization that you can't they even." They don't understand. know how to eat fideo and beans it, and just not, grind, and, and you know what I'm saying? They haven't. Had they don't to know that, that stuff. You haven't had to been through that, and I, I I would hate to see our country have to go through that again. But there's a small part of me that wants to believe that they're trying to start it all over again. Yeah, and if they're trying to start it all over again. You know, you better believe that that's exactly. We're going to lose homes, and and people are going to lose their, their drugs. The man is saying it. Yeah, <laughs> he is. He is. He's saying it. The you drug, don't drug, drugs, drugs, drugs are going to have drugs are going to have an all time high again. Uh, you know, tr- prostitution. Everything's going to re evolve, and and so there's going to be a, a, a rude awakening for a lot of people. You know what I mean? They didn't grow well, up. Mark in that likes era. the prostitution parties. Like, Bring that back. <laughs> hey, it should all be legal. It should all be legal. And you know, I, I actually I think there's a a, a connection, Pop Brothers at Law and Big U. Oh, yeah. If, if I get this right, about, about a year ago, uh, we were contacted by a manager, a guy named Breon Prescott. Bree, my bro. Bree, yeah, we know Bree. And he said uh, he learned about us from Big U. Bree. Just saying. And, and that's how he contacted did, did us. Did you tell uh, Bree about the pop bar? Do you not remember that conversation? Because you didn't look like you were <laughs> by the look on your face. I know Blue Blue's talking that's what, with the that's pop what, That's what he all. told us. But me and Bree be talking about so much stuff. I don't know. I probably he, he, he said something to the effect of, Big, you told me there's these two Jewish guys out there who are teaching people how <laughs> oh, to talk. Oh, no. And, yeah, no, no. I, I, I tweeted you on Instagram. Yeah. I retweeted you on Instagram. And then he followed it from there. That was it. Yeah. yeah I retweeted. I re, no, I, re, I reposted your stuff. Okay. Then that yeah. was it. Then there he did. There, there you go. <laughs> Mark was yeah, curious before he walked in. You were in the room, and Mark goes, "Well, if the story's true, the way yeah. I yeah. heard a big news, yeah. 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 it's he our manager, blah blah." He's like, yeah. "So I'm going to find out." Because remember, the, you did a, um, you did a, uh, you did two of them, and I reposted both of your. Uh, one was about. It was probably the, the one. The, the probably the, the one where we were talking about. Three people who got raided in a in a bus, yeah. and two of them said, "Oh, we work here." And one of right. them was our client. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, shut the fuck up. That was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut the fuck yeah. up, Fridays, baby. Yeah, I reposted it. Shut the fuck up, Fridays. <laughs> yeah, well, there it is, guys. It's Cannabis Talk One One. Big, you want to thank you for being on the show, yeah. man. We're gonna have to have you back because we have so many more stories that we have to talk about as far as the app and all the fun things that you're doing. I'd like to go into the show a little bit more once it's on. Um, guys, it's Cannabis Talk 101. Remember this. If no one else loves you, we, we do. do. Neighborhood. Thanks for listening to another podcast of Cannabis Talk 101, the world's number one source for everything cannabis, featuring Big U, leader of the notorious gang, The Crips. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. 
So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.